and hello hello welcome back to the gay racing podcast zach and alex are back with you and today for today's episode of the gay racing podcast we are joined by a friend brooke curran or as you might know i am brooke curran on twitter x um brooke curran comma a sophisticated ryan blaney enjoyer as as we call you um hi brooke Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. You've been here. This is your third appearance, I think. This is, fourth. yeah, Zach said it was, or not Zach, Alex just told me that it was my fourth. Is so it? it might be fourth, I'm a regular. Actually. I think it is fourth because that one time I was counting like one time and then the one time you filled in for me when I had the flu, but I think you actually have been here like four times now. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're up there. You're up there. You're probably in the, the championship four of Gay Racing Podcast um facts yeah of guess and you're here today because you are a huge fan of not only the gay racing podcast but ryan blaney and he's kind of the man the man of the he is the moment he is the moment my man he's your man alex's man not my man i don't claim him i love him but i don't claim him because i'm fake (laughs) no because i i have loyalty it's called loyalty um and we'll get into that probably a lot this episode but Mm-hmm. I mean, so today's episode, obviously, we're talking about Martinsville. We're talking a lot about Ryan Blaney because he, you know, he was the star yesterday. We're going to preview the championship race at Phoenix. Look at the four drivers that we have going for the title. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about the Xfinity race and stuff. But we'll go ahead, just get into NASCAR at Martinsville. And Alex, last week on the podcast, we kind of accurately predicted what was going to happen in today's race, right? Like, nearly, like, word for word, you and I, like, called everything that happened. Except for, like, we said there was going to be a fight. Mm. But, like, involving Denny Hamlin. That didn't happen. That's surprisingly. But, like, you and I, you and I were saying Blaney versus Hamlin was going to be the theme. And we were like, Iron might be close on points at some point. Like, it might have issues. And that's pretty much exactly what happened. Yeah. And I like, kind of... I kind of called the 24 team imploding like early in the playoffs. I kind of called that happening, but I didn't really expect it to actually, you know, come true. Um, They still made it. They barely made it. Not barely. They made it. They had a bit of a gap. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, Blaney and Hamlin, they were the two guys all day. Truex was there for a little bit, but then, you know, the 19 team, we'll we'll talk about that. Sailed off on his boat. Sailed off on his boat. Went fishing. Um, Went fishing in the, the mid, the mid pack. Um, but Blaney finally finally gets the Martinsville clock. He's been really good there ever since like 2018 when he joined Penske. I feel like he's been really good there, um, and gets his first championship four appearance in his career. He's been well. He's been racing full time since is it 2016 or 2017? I don't remember. I think it's 2017. It, isn't it 15? Not full time. Um, 15 or 16? Or is it? Maybe you're right. I don't know all of those years like in nascar kind of blur together for yeah, me like they're all i get that too that's why i don't know but either way like i he, feel like this one's fake but yeah but like you know you i think you two can agree like blaney has finally kind of like really executed really matured into the race car driver that we know he's capable of being Be, yes. just and you know having three amazing weeks even after maybe having a deficit on playoff points, overcoming that gap, winning at Martinsville. I mean, you know, we I we were talking a few weeks ago about how he won at Talladega and he stole a playoff spot in the round of eight. Or that, you know, people mm-hmm. might see it like that. But now, 
it's hard to argue against him being in the championship four. So just what, like, what do you, you guys have to say about that? Well, and Zach, you mentioned Talladega when he won that you and I were also saying Blaney could make his way to Phoenix because yeah. these are really good tracks for him. And that's exactly what happened as well. But I really want to hear from Brooke on this because I think Brooke's been a bigger fan of Ryan than I have like since the start for Ryan, yeah. like when he was in trucks and everything. But yeah, I've supported Ryan's... I've supported Ryan since he was driving for Brad in a truck. That's crazy. So it wasn't like yeah. wasn't like die hard off the bat, but I was like, oh, I like him. I liked everybody that drove yeah. for Brad because I love Brad. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I I like him. Like I'll I'll follow him or whatever. So followed him like through like trucks and like he did really well in what used to be nationwide at that point was nationwide. Then he joined Wood Brothers and he won for them at Pocono, which is my home track. I wasn't there, but a, he did. That's annoying. He won. Yeah. Yeah. But he won for the first time there. So, and like watching that was like really exciting because that was a very close race between him and Harvick. Mm -hmm. And he was able to hold off Harvick, yeah, who was like hard charging. And that was like the peak, not like the peak of Harvick's career, but he was still very good at that point. So I think people saw that and they're like, hmm. So that was kind of like the start of it. Um, and he had he had a difficult couple of years like in between. But like how you were saying like that he's like finally matured kind of. I would say that if this were as much as like two or three years ago, even if he was in a situation like yesterday where he absolutely had to like be on top of his A game and be perfect all day like what happened like the stuff that happened with reddick and then like the thing with denny trying to wreck him he probably would have like lost it and like cracked under pressure and just yeah. ended up like wrecking or something or, or like been, like freaking out on the radio yeah or, like yeah like freaking out on the radio or like you know and probably wouldn't have won but like he just is in like it's weird because like i watched like him talk in the um press conference yesterday and somebody asked him like oh how do you feel about like how lucky you've been or whatever so and his response was like his response was kind of like it was like whoa the like, hell are you the talking way, like, about yeah like his tone of voice was just like dead serious and the way he like responded back to them he was it was kind of like you could tell that he thought it he felt so disrespected by that he was like it's not luck he was like why would you say that about this team and i was like whoa like i have never heard him that serious right. Like, usually, like, when he talks and gives an interview, he's, like, so laid back. He's like, yeah. yeah, we had a great day. Like, the team's great. Like, whatever. He's, like, very laid back. But he is, like, so dead serious. And um, somebody on Twitter said, um, my friend Matt Harrington, I think his last name is. Oh, my I friend Matt him. said. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's he's also a big Blaney fan. Also been also loved him for a long time. Um, like the video when Blaney got out of the car and he like stood on the roof and like the fans were yeah, going crazy and he, he screamed like let's go and Matt tweeted like he's like you can see like after he yells let's go how he just like stops and stares at the crowd and everybody like yells at him so cool it's like that's like you know like when it like clicks in his head that like yeah like yeah I'm I'm like the shit right now I mean because exactly. like no one hates Ryan Blaney at all like there's no reason for anyone to hate him and Kind of going yeah. back to what you were saying, Brooke, like when the 12 car got put a little bit back in, um, I think it was after the caution in stage two or a little bit after that, when they lost their track position because of pit strategy, you know, guys were taking no tires, two tires, an older or rather a younger Ryan Blaney might not have been able to, you know, drive back up through the field and win the race. 
But the Ryan Blaney mm-hmm. that we have today and, absolutely did it. And I also want to say to Adam what Brooks said about that battle of Denny Hamlin. They were side by side for at least like a fifth of this race. Like it was really remarkable right. that they did not wreck and that neither of them lost their temper through that. But like mm-hmm. you said, Brooke, I, I really don't think Ryan would have won this race just a few years ago. In, yeah. or even maybe last even year. a year ago honestly. yeah exactly yeah. yeah or maybe like, honestly even earlier this year like i like i just because, i think that talladega win did so much for him because ryan blaney has dominated so many races but he yes. was not ever ever able to close them out because he'd get pushed around by other drivers or he'd make mm-hmm. a mistake or he'd get in his own head none of that happened the opportunity for those things to happen were all there never happened didn't happen at homestead either sure he didn't win homestead but like he almost came back to win that too yeah like this is an unbelievable run for ryan blaney right now we have never seen this out of him and from ryan blaney specifically yeah we have not seen this and his confidence right now kind of reminds me of tony stewart's confidence in 2011 going into that finale and i'm just saying like Tony Stewart was like super confident that year. And then he obviously went on to win the championship. It yeah. reminds me of that. And I, I just don't think these guys can get in his head right now. I like don't he think so. is like, I've been his fan for so long and I'm, he just gets so down. That guy's not there. This is a new Ryan Blaney and I am so excited. And I just also want to say, on the grid network show last night, I was so biased against him. I'm, I hope I don't get fired because you're not supposed to be biased on that show. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was saying that like Blaney, like this is his moment. Like he is yeah. shining and he is coming in at the right time. Because if you want to get hot right now is the time to get it hot is. because next week is this weekend is a championship. And mm. we're going to talk about who he thinks is going to win it. In a way, I feel like you gotta think Blaney has a really good shot. I don't know if I'd call him the favorite, like a lot of other people are. Well, but like, he's got the, the momentum's there. People kept saying today he's got the hot hand, which apparently means he's got momentum or whatever. I didn't, I've never heard that term before, but he's got the momentum but, and he's really good. Blaney at Blaney has the momentum, he has the confidence, and he has the speed right now. And the speed Fords have been really say. good at the short tracks, yeah. Yeah, I want to say, like, even, like, a couple years ago, like, you know, something would go wrong, like, he would, like, he would, he would speed, or he would be at Richmond, his worst enemy, and, like, something would happen, (laughs) the car, the car, the car would suck, or whatever, and he'd be like, this is my fault, I, there's literally, like, radio, like, massive, like, radioactives from, like, I don't know, as little as, like, three to four years ago, where he'd be on the radio, be like, I just suck, like, I hate this place, like, I suck, like, I'm sorry, like, this is my fault. I can't, like, imagine, like, at this year that he would come on the radio and say that, you know. He he will own up, like, when it's his fault, but I don't I don't ever imagine that he will say that I'm, I, I'm trash, like, I suck ever again. And, like, even yesterday, like, you were talking about, like, him and Denny. Like, he didn't say anything about, at least I didn't see that he said anything about Denny. Like, he was he was talking shit, some shit about him last week, but that was, like, warranted yeah, because he was just was. frustrated. Like, he was trying to win. But, like, yesterday, like, they raced hard, and he never once said, like, oh, he's trying to wreck me or, oh, like, I'm sick of this or whatever. And even when he, like, got into Logano, Denny and Logano were, like, going at it for a second, 
I saw like a tweet, like there's, there's this woman that um, posts like live radio updates from him. And she was like, Oh, Ryan just said that um, he thinks that Denny just mistimed it. I was like, wow. Calling out Denny Hamlin at Martinsville, who like was able to like keep up with Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon at the same track. That's crazy. And you know, I want to like talk about like, we've, we've talked a lot about like Ryan Blaney's mental, right. In this round of eight, I think, you know, Alex, we've had this like arc where we love the playoffs. And I think that's one of the things I really love about the playoffs is that you have to have strong mental, like where in racing, mm-hmm. obviously having strong mental, you know, you're going to be more successful, but especially in the playoffs. And I feel like Matt Weaver kind of, he had a really cool article last night about like the whole luck thing in the playoffs. And um, he had a bunch of quotes from drivers. Like I think Larson or it was either Jeff Gordon or Larson said like, you know, they love the playoffs because how it is a pressure cooker and it really tests kind of kind of tests your mental a little bit. And, you know, it's letting drivers like Ryan Blaney, who have developed this really good mental to just succeed and thrive. And I just think it's a it's an element that we're not really considering because William Byron mm-hmm. now going into Phoenix, how is he supposed to go out there and perform when he just had an awful race at Martinsville? Like, you know, I just I think it's something really cool to think about. For sure. And I also want to say, like, Laney's personality is one of the most fun as well in this series. And there's been a lot of chatter on social media. Like, this is the most boring vanilla championship four ever. Yeah. It's just like, do you guys, do you guys only watch the race and like not consume any other content? I don't understand who they consider to be exciting because. They've never watched it's the Penske not games. James. They've never watched the Penske games. No, and it's Chase isn't in the final four. Okay, well, it's definitely not Chase that's, or the lack of Chase that's making this so yeah. boring yeah. to you. Yeah, like, also, who, like, who do you last watch? week he was throwing shade at Denny, so like, come on, like, he, he is being colorful, like, come on. No, like, literally, he came on TV and called him a hack. He's funny as hell. Yeah. And, and like, if you don't follow him on Twitter, anytime his PR person gives him his password, he's talking shit. <laughs> yeah, him and Bubba. Him and Bubba were literally like talking. Yeah, like that's exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. And Alex. And every now and then, when he when he checks his replies and gets like hate replies, and he's like, "Look in the mirror, buddy." And then you go on the person's <laughs> profile, and it's like the ugliest man ever. <laughs> Dude. And we had someone oh, on Twitter, and this is tweet of the week coming back second week in a row. Um, from Robbie Gordon fan seven, they said, you know, people are calling Blaney vanilla. Blaney was in drag twice and people are calling him (laughs) vanilla. I remember the one time he was in drag. It was for like Halloween, right? It was Princess Leia the one year. Yeah. 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 Was it Princess Leia? Yeah. 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 I don't remember the second time. Maybe that one was for fun. I don't either. That one was I don't either unless he did, unless he was another female costume i don't remember don't know, but that... yeah definitely the princess leia because nascar chasm posted all the time that was funny but the, the, the ppg rainbow he was he was supporting the brand um and i'm just kidding <laughs> anyways that's why we all like brian blaney <laughs> true i want to i want to talk about one more thing with ryan blaney is uh kyle petty said a few weeks ago and zach you and i actually agreed to an extent Oh, what yeah. Kyle Petty said is that Kyle Petty basically said Ryan Blaney is like Casey Kane, where he has a bunch of potential, but hasn't really lived up to it, was essentially what he said. And you and I said, well, that part, as far as what we can tell at that point, was 
kind of true. Yeah. But now, now that we've seen the past few weeks, I don't think that's true at all, <laughs> honestly. And Kyle Petty also had Blaney out first round. So did you and Isaac. Yeah, so we are getting clowned. Kyle <laughs> Petty, though, if he could have... Man, if he would have driven a race car as much as he ran, runs his mouth, he would be a seven-time champion. Facts. Facts. Absolute facts. I'm just saying. Uh, like, he, he's, yeah. I love Kyle Petty, like, but the man, Casey, the, who runs his mouth? The Casey Kane comment was, like, totally unwarranted. It was yeah. just, like, in the middle of then like he, ryan was running like i don't know probably like top tens and he's like yeah buddy you suck <laughs> I was like, what what is he doing but i understand like taking away my biases for a second i understand like from his perspective as a talking head or as a commentator because he didn't do shit else that mm-hmm. he's like okay well he's really good but he only had at that point he had maybe like probably like six or seven wins and he's been in nascar for a while and he's on a top team but like you know he's not really that great and like he runs up front he gets top fives or whatever but like where's the potential like where is his like shining shining moment like we've seen these drivers it takes like six years for them to really get like on like peaking right we saw that with logano we kind of see this with larson it takes it takes time for these drivers to peak. It does, or not even peak, but just yeah. get to a, their highest kind of performing level, I guess, which is the same thing. And also, it. like people like that aren't like super fans aren't like taking into account that he was in he was like sheltered like amongst Joey and Brad for yeah. most of his career. So you know he's in between like two superstars basically because joey and brad were Uh or whatever at their respective peeps peaks like superstars Uh and i guess when you have that going on you know roger's not going to be like yeah we're going to give you the best car this week you know we don't really care about joey and brad anymore like that's not going to happen and then when brad left they brought cinder again and it was kind of probably like a whole new like mindset like oh we're going to start like feeding into his potential as well and i've been saying for a couple years now now that like Joey's getting older and he's still good, but you know, he's not necessarily like a plus top of his game anymore. I think people are also starting to agree with this Girl, that like the no, guard, the guard, no, hear me out. No, I'm not. The, guard, the headphones are off. I'm I want to hear this. No, cook. It, it's just, it's just, it's the, it's the odd number curse. You know, this come on. <laughs> Hear me out. The guard is starting to shift over to Blaney. Okay, maybe. And and the ma- when when the master plan is completed this week, everyone will understand. All right, all right. <laughs> the world will know the truth. The world will the, know the, the master truth. plan is revealed. <laughs> when the master plan has to be completed this week, like people were doubting it. Every when when the disqualification got handed down, people were in my pl- replies. Is this part of the master plan? I said. Just wait. Just wait. 24 hours later. 24 hours later, <laughs> Bob comes on. Bro, it got overturned. I think Brooke was making some was phone like, calls when that DQ got handed out. Brooke was on her phone making some phone calls. I'm laughing so hard. She was like, hold up. This oh was not gosh. a part of the plan. Let's fix this right 24 now. 24 hours later, Bob hops on. He's like, NASCAR overturned it. People are back in my replies. The master plan. I'm like, <laughs> y'all didn't believe it. I, I don't think, bro. It's gonna be lap like 300 in like what three 300 at Phoenix, and Blaney's gonna be in like 10th, and Brooks gonna be like, wait, just wait, 
then the caution's gonna come out and never, no, ma- the master plan the master plan oh my god oh i love this i'm so glad uh, i'm so glad brooks on the episode ch- today this is great i had to change my twitter name it's it's yrb final four master plan now it used to be just playoffs master plan but i had to specify because they're zeroing in hassler's on that box he's he's cooking up something there's like smoke coming out of his ears he's like gosh oh my gosh and by the way laney managed to make the championship four even though larson almost rear-ended him at miami and then the the penalty that got rescinded like a lot mm-hmm. of things happened to blaney this round yeah that were like almost disastrous and he still came through that's another point it wouldn't have mentality. even mattered Again. anyways like yeah no. so yeah well i mean nascar posted last week they're like the 66 minutes to change the playoffs and it started at like five o'clock with Larson hitting the barrels and then like a whole bunch of other things happened right after that. Some of the comments were like, well, this doesn't really change anything because he was already in, like Larson was already in. And people were like, well, no, like this like started to turn the tide for Blaney. And it was true, but it also really changed when the disqualification got flipped over because he was minus like 56 with that disqualification. And like, I even came on Twitter, I was like, I'm like not even upset about this. And I was like, you know, there was no way he was going to be. I I trusted the master plan, first of all. But I also said, like, I wasn't anticipating him to like win, but I was like, there's no way he's going to be able to point his way in. So, like, he's going to have to win regardless. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if he's 100 points in the hole. He's going to have to win regardless because I don't he's just not consistent on a week-to-week basis to run top five, to lead a ton of laps and win stages, to be able to point his way in. But once that, that got flipped, it was a though? whole game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Homestead changed still my made mind it on, on that. points. I think Homestead really was the turning point for Blaney, though, because that's when I was like, oh, yes. thank God he got that DQ rescinded because those points will actually matter. And then he goes to Martinsville and, like, wins the stage, wins the race. Like, yeah. Like, I, he did he outpoint everyone in the round of eight? Or like everyone besides I Bell, I, I think. I think I saw that. Yeah, I think he got out of like 180 total points. He got like 150 something. That's crazy. And Bell got Bell was next with like 20 less. Wow. So he cooked. That's yeah. Again, no luck involved. But I guess I guess we're ready to transition from um, Blaney. We talked about Hamlin a little bit. Both of them had to come up through the pack. Blaney was just able to do it better. He just seemed to have the edge on the the number 11. Yeah. Um, and it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I was waiting for like a caution to shake things, shake things up, but I'm kind of glad a late caution didn't happen because, you know, again, Thank Blaney God. deserved that. We did, we had BS in the Xfinity finish. We'll talk about that later, but yeah, I mean, you know, Hamlin yeah. just, I, it's, a, it's a little unfortunate. Well, I guess we'll talk about him later in the four limited, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll yeah, we'll, say that. we'll talk about the eliminations and the championship four here in a bit, but yeah. I want to talk about. Joey Logano, God, because bro. this relates to Denny Hamlin. <laughs> he wanted the spotlight on him. He was he, he he wanted attention. I feel like he was like, man, everyone's talking about Ryan. No one's talking about me because I'm gonna play. See, that's what Brooks talking about. The torch is being passed to Ryan, and Joey's mad about it. He's so What's mad. Happening, Zach? He he, but, he forgot where his brake pedal was. <laughs> so this was probably my favorite part of the race. I was laughing so hard at this. <laughs> I thought it was so um, funny. So Joey Logano just does not break and takes out Ty Gibbs. And by the way, apparently Ty Gibbs tried like break checking Logano on the final corner. I saw I that. Saw. Yeah, not very. Well. Apparently that didn't, 
that didn't work out. Yeah. But um, anyway, Logano does that. And then Denny calls Logano an effing piece of crap, human, different words. And just, it's just That's like great. those two will always hate each other. I want them to fight again. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Well, also, but then, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. My favorite part of this is that it set up Team Penske to rally the troops to surround Dennis Hamlin. Like Blaney was first. Dennis Hamilton surrounded at the Battle of Martinsville. (laughs) This will be in the history books. Third and fourth fourth was Cendric and Logano. Like Penske had him surrounded. Roger Penske rallied the damn troops Roger and said, Penske, attack the 11. He attacked. <laughs> he got on the radio. After him. <laughs> that's why, well, that's why he it, took out Gibbs because Gibbs was on JGR. Yes. So he had to take out the 54, the, the master plan, the master See? plan. Exactly. I mean, you're believing. I, I am. I'm being like converted. I feel like I'm in a cult right now. Like, <laughs> I'm about to like leave this episode. Not even a Kyle Larson fan anymore. Oh. Like, <laughs> master plan it's in there it's crazy wow um oh my gosh yeah and then like didn't hosovar like get into ty gibbs too like why is everyone just like punching ty gibbs like it's crazy they're just getting back after all of last year i guess it's all because of martinsville xfinity race last year they're all like it's probably just karma it's probably just karma and like maybe they're just trying to like they know him so they're just trying to teach him a lesson like i don't know I mean, I'd be interested to see how that develops with Ty Gibbs next year because I'm sure he was really frustrated after yesterday. I'll be interested to see like when he gets you know next year he's gonna be more consistent fighting for wins. Yeah. I think he's gonna he's gonna call some fireworks next year, but that's that's a topic for next year, of course. But um, yeah. moving on, and yeah, go ahead, Alex. I wanna I wanna mention the race, just the race in general, like overall. Yeah, like the really quality. Good. Yeah, yeah. Like by far the best Gen Seven short track race, like oh, by several 100%. miles. I mean that was very compelling. The entire five hundred laps, it didn't feel too long, which is crazy to me because no. it's five hundred laps. It's that's long. Like I was when the race started, I'm just like Jesus Christ, why is this race still five hundred laps? Right? Like they shortened <laughs> the spring race to yeah. four hundred, which is nice. But yeah, but you know what? It's a playoff race. It was intense the whole time. Um, with especially again with the Blaney and Hamlin stuff, I mean that was good. There was good racing all yeah. throughout the the pack, the 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 day even. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the Blaney Hamlin stuff. You have all the storylines with William Byron running like nineteenth all day. Yes, like like Horrible that made handling. a very compelling argument for the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, and his car they were trying to get him better all day. You also had Chase Elliott leading late, which was the owner's playoff. Yeah. Like, that was another storyline going on. You had had Eric Eric Amarola in his penultimate start. I got one more in me. I got one more in me. (laughs) I got next. (laughs) Like, there's just, there was so much going on that I was seated for this entire race. Sometimes I'm, like, doing the damn dishes when I watch an ask. Right. No. Not Not today. Not yesterday. Absolutely not. Like, this was fantastic race. Like, yeah, the short track package, it needs to get better. They need to work on it. But that but was like, a big year, step. Like, that was a Goodyear huge year brought a good tire. And I think the warmer weather helps the racing as well. Yeah. And I want to give flop of the week to Jeff Gluck. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah. He, for, was, he um, was smoking something on the teardown. 
I don't know, dude. Yeah, over on the teardown, they do the good race poll. They stole GRP, the acronym. That was I killing me. Kidding. That I was ready to call my damn lawyer. I was like, absolutely not. Don't even try. That sounds like a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, watch out, Jeff. We're we're kidding. But he does the good race poll, and at the end of their episodes, they predict how what the number is going to be. And Jeff is like, it's going to be way under seventy-five. It's like what? Like yeah, I Ryan Blaney Jeff won. Jeff was saying like I. Yeah, like Jeff said no he way. thought it was gonna be like fifty-five. No, is way. what he thought it was gonna be. No way. And it's like eighty right now. It's like eighty percent yes at the moment, which is like yeah. I voted but yes. Anyway, I enjoyed myself. Really good, really good race, and yeah. I hope this is a sign of things to come with short tracks. I think because so. we talked about it because it was a softer tire, right? That they brought like from Goodyear, mm -hmm. or like yeah, they, or it laid rubber down. Like that was kind of the problem earlier, and. I mean, yeah. again, it made it made progress. Hopefully, I don't know if they're doing something like that for Phoenix. I don't think they are. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know because that but would help. Another thing, Martinsville. I love that there's two working lanes now. It's not just the bottom. Blaney was like, passing Blaney? guys on the outside. Yes, mm -hmm. that was insane so, to me. I love it. Like if that's Martinsville, like imagine if this car gets better on the short tracks, and that stays. Oh my yeah. god, this is gonna cook. Like this yeah. is gonna be like the best race of the well, year by a lot i think drivers also have started to learn at martinsville that you really have to hit guys hard sure. if you want to move them because if you hit them a little bit they're not going to move because of all the grip these yeah. cars have but like i mean hamlin was sending it on guys moving them like i feel like he was he learned that he needs to send it really hard but yeah no i mean i'm yeah and again it's the perfect penultimate race of the season i mean it's i mean it was like that for xfinity if you ask me it was really good for trucks if you ask me I, they don't have it there anymore for some reason um but yeah i mean it's it's you can't get much better of a cutoff race i love bristol and roval's cutoff races too but you don't get much better than martinsville like that was really exactly what we want to see i agree and now we're gonna go into the t um not gonna talk about yeah anything today's, like news wise but today's there's segment some, there's some tea. of the tea is brought to you yeah. by xfinity because it's going to be really quick just as fast as xfinity internet we're not actually sponsored um <laughs> but it's it's about the xfinity series race and the 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 whole drama that happened at the end it was Sheldon Creed versus Austin Hill teammates fighting for the last playoff spot Austin Hill was like very close on points at the cut line. Sheldon Creed was in a must-win situation. They're battling for the win. Um, Justin Allgaier ends up winning the race because they were, well, they just started wrecking off turn four um, and caused this whole drama with RCR. You know, Sheldon Creed is already leaving RCR to possibly go to Gibbs. We don't, not, not confirmed yet, I believe. Um, Justin Hill pretty much confirmed it. Yeah, but, um, you know, he's kind of, not treated equally to Austin Hill. That's what he, that's what Sheldon kind of infers a lot. And, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, they're like Andy Petrie, the competition man president at RCR was director, director whatever, um, <laughs> whatever that means. Um, yeah, he thing. was, he like yeah. said something like, look what you did, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like he was verbally blaming, you know, Sheldon after the race, like, and, I just wanted to bring it up because, like, I want to, like, Brooke, I, I don't, I think you said you didn't watch, but Alex, you watched, I believe, and, like, 
what do you think about all of that? Because it's like, part of me is like, you know, Austin Hill could have just not fought Sheldon that hard and they both advance into the final four, but Cole Custer was also like charging late and gaining points at the cut line. So it's just, I don't know, because at the end of the day, both RCR cars did not make it to the final four in Xfinity. And it's like, there's a road for at least one to get in there. Was it worth it to do all that? Yeah. And that's from both sides. I didn't watch the race, but I everybody I think heard about the comment afterwards from Richard Childress. He was coming on talking about Sheldon. He said this is the stupidest driver I've ever employed, or something along those lines. But regardless, he called him stupid. I can't imagine. I can't imagine like being so like personally like not saying like oh he did really bad or like that was a crappy race. This is like a personal diss like being so personally disrespected by you know somebody who's supposed to support you and always like back you up so that was just like i felt that that was just very i think everyone feels that that was just very distasteful and so rude i think people are so over richard childress and like the whole rcr thing and i feel like especially after like the fallout with um tyler reddick and everything on the cup side People are just like so over RCR, like they're like their gleam yeah. and like the, the glamour. Like they're like okay, like Dale Senior was so long ago. Like you're done now. Yeah, it's RCR or Richard Childress actually. Just it's really just him. I feel like like he's yeah. always been so I just rude. He's just rude. Yeah, like when yeah um. Well, it it kind of can apply to the whole organization because the press release after um, Reddick announced that he was going to twenty three eleven was just so like this couldn't this timing couldn't have been worse. Like, dude, chill out. It's so dramatic. And then you know, yeah, the, like what does that even mean? Like you're you yeah. know this this is racing. People drivers are constantly coming and going. Yeah. Like like dude, just like you guys are lucky yeah. you even got Kyle Busch in the first place. Like. I, I don't know. It's just, it, it makes me lose a lot of respect for the organization when, you know, they are one of the more important teams in the, the history of the sport, right? You know, they're, I'm, but then if you want to look at it, like I tweeted, like Kevin Harvick and Dale Earnhardt has carried RCR to like the, the legacy that they have. Cause without those two drivers, what has that team accomplished? It's true. Yeah. Like what really, what have they done? Because like, it's not much. It's not much, to be honest. So I just, I just want to say that Andy Petrie yelling at Sheldon Creed that really annoyed me. Like I, Richard Childress saying, I echo what both of you guys said. Like that was gross. But Andy Petrie yelling at Creed, it's like, Andy, it's your job to get them both in, and you're yelling at one of your drivers. Yeah. Like your driver who you're yelling at did his job to try and win his way in. Yeah. Your other one, Austin Hill, did not know plan, apparently. The RCR master plan does not exist. Exactly. That's what I've learned. That's the difference between Team Penske and RCR. There is a clear difference, and we saw it this weekend. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, I feel like Andy Petrie needs to, like, take a look in the mirror really quick, because, like, you're yelling at the guy who nearly won the race and was doing his what he needed to do while Austin Hill... I feel like Austin Hill had a shot at making it on points. I think it was really close. It was Maybe really not. close. At least one of them would have, one of them would have made it if they would have communicated the situation. Yeah, I feel. I mean, whatever. I, I mean, at the end of the day, both of them, both drivers, I feel like flopped because none of them crossed the finish line first, and it was very within reason to have that happen. 
Like, you let the sudden card yeah. come in from the inside and win the race for no reason. So, just flop of the week to RCR, the whole organization. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, even in the cup race, they sucked. So, yeah. yeah. You can call you can call your driver stupid, but you're the one who hired him. So I'm just saying. Exactly. Yeah. So moving on from that, that was some good tea. That was tea. Like that was tea. Like there was so much tea with yes. that. So we'll go ahead, take a break, and then we're gonna talk about um, the eliminated four drivers. Kind of recap their seasons, what it means for them to like um, miss miss this championship. For we're gonna t- look at the four drivers that are gonna be fighting for the championship at Phoenix. And then Gay Racing Podcast Fantasy, we're going to make, well, race and championship predictions, maybe, maybe not at the same time. So, you know, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. All right, so we are going to get started. We're going to talk about the um, eliminated four that we have lost, um, our fallen soldiers from the playoffs they, died. they are well they're dead to the media though listen we ain't gonna see we're not we'll be lucky to see that chris busher's car on sunday honestly like <laughs> the, the delivery brooke just gave just killed me that was beautiful um so dennis died. dennis hamilton uh, martin truex jr the third um <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Reddick, and Christopher Busher, they are no longer with us in the playoffs. And, you know, mm-hmm. I guess we'll start with Denny because he was kind of, you know, I mean, well, he was our championship favorite, right? Early in the playoffs. Yeah. And we, we both picked him to win the championship yeah. uh, before the playoffs started. God, it's just so unfortunate. I feel like he lost so much momentum, like after Talladega, I guess. Like at the Roval, he had such a bad race and then. This round of eight, he just the issue. Like he was fast at Homestead, but he had an issue. Las Vegas, he just mm-hmm. I don't know. He didn't really have that dog in him at Vegas. Like in Martinsville, he does almost everything he needs to do, but it just wasn't enough. He just lost out too many points on his issues at Homestead, and it's just it's just really unfortunate because it really feels like he should be there, but you know that's yeah. just that's just how it happens. That's how it works. You can't you can't have a race like Homestead. You know you can't have an issue like that mm-hmm. and expect to make it. It was like I said, Denny's reign of terror is over. If really though, yeah, that yeah. <laughs> no, but he was he was definitely cooking, and it's kind of like surprising that he didn't make it because I don't know. I just feel like he's always a fixture in the final four. Yeah, I mean he's made it plenty of times. He's usually always a player at the end, like for it. So it was kind of surprising. The other, uh, to be to be honest, I didn't even know Tyler Reddick was still in this round. Well, I, I knew, obviously, but, like, it you didn't really forgot. sink in until maybe, like, yeah, I, like, forgot. Like, I think, like, last week I saw that he was, like, people were talking about, oh, he's, like, this much below the cut line. I was, like, I didn't even know he was still in this round. And Chris Busher was, I just want to give a shout out to Christopher because this was a crazy run. And, Mar- and And Marty Truex no opinions he's just yeah he's there yeah um so i want to say with busher that this is a very impressive run for busher to for rfk to even make it in the playoffs period is pretty remarkable yeah they went from the past few years having no cars in the playoffs last year to two two cars and one of them made it Mm -hmm. to the round of eight 
we had enough confidence to put Christopher Busher in both of our final fours, I believe, right? Yeah, we did. So yeah. it's like, just that team just like they, they just fell apart. Like they Yeah. I I think we said this on the pod last week and Zach, you've been saying like maybe the seventeen team they're like overthinking setups or something because the six was still running good with Brad. I don't know what happened with the seventeen. They were yeah. just off. They were just slow. There was nothing it wasn't yeah. even like Truex where it's like Truex. First was, time all year. It's yeah. Honestly, they like I, I wanna look at their finishes and like <clears throat> this probably has been like their worst run of the whole season because I mean they had a top twenty streak going, but no, like we just he just was never never a factor in this round at all. But I thought maybe in Martinsville the Fords are fast, maybe he'll go out and compete for a win. Absolutely not. He was not in the well, actually okay, he was like sixth at one point. Maybe as let me give him credit there. They had a decent yeah. run yesterday going, but again, it just was too late. It was not gonna be enough. So Right. Yeah. And like Brooks said with Reddick very forgettable round of eight mm-hmm. i mean he won kansas that's what got him in here but i mean just not fast enough honestly i think bubba wallace was faster i think bubba, bubba if he had a pretty advanced, good round yeah because bubba i mean if he would have won texas for example i think he would have done better than reddick did because bubba was running really good every single race this round I don't know if he would have made it. I don't, I don't know the math on that. But yeah, Reddick kind of very forgettable. Yeah. And I haven't commented on Denny. Poor Denny. Like, Poor Denny. Again. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't call this a choke by any means. I've seen people saying that. I don't think this is a choke. Yeah. I, mean, I think this is just like bad luck. I think it is bad Homestead. luck. I mean, yeah. Cause like, I mean, now again, he could have probably finished better at Vegas. He finished 10th at Vegas and we, we talked about it. 10th place finishes are not getting you to the championship four. I mean, Chris Buescher finished 11th and 8th in this round with his 20th at Homestead. Like, it's just, that's not going to cut it. So it's partially luck, but, you know, also he put himself in that hole by not performing that well at Vegas either. Like, he had a lot of playoff yep. points. So let's not act like it just, you know, disintegrated out thin air. So I really hope Denny wins a championship. Yeah. As insufferable as he can be sometimes. And I was rooting <laughs> on his downfall yesterday because he was battling with Blaney. Yeah. But there was a world like, where I, we could I have do... had both of them in the final four. I know. God. There was, was yeah. That, that would have been great. That's the good timeline. Yeah. I was hoping Byron would have been a little twink, out, but, little twink oh, well. Christian boy. But I don't know. I hope Hamlin wins one someday. Like, man, this comes close so many times. Yeah. Martin Truex Jr. Jesus Lord. Uh mm. what a disaster. What oh what a God. freaking weird gear. Like I don't think yeah, anyone's disaster, hitting. I I need someone to look this up. Has anyone had this worse of a playoffs? Like I mean, obviously, I guess like people like, you know I, I don't know how you would like Stenhouse. filter the stats. Yeah, that's I don't want it like to include someone yeah. like Sten has a regular season champion ever had this worse of a playoffs, I guess is how you would look it up. I'm very I curious. Think, I, I think Truex is the first regular season champ to not make it. Four. Uh, I th- Maybe? No, Harvick, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like, well, it wasn't... Even, but Harvick was different. Know, yeah, yeah. This was just... It's not like Truex, you know, had a normal playoffs and then fell apart at the round of eight. That's kind of what happened to Harvick. This... He fell apart at Darlington. He fell apart at Darlington. He fell apart 
as soon as he stepped into the door. Like, he didn't have a flawless, put-together race the entire season. Or the entire playoffs, rather. Like, and it's just, I don't, I've never, I feel like I've never seen this. It's just so weird to me. So bizarre. Like, his best finish in the playoffs is ninth at Las Vegas, and that was his only top 10. Like that's insane. Only top fifty, or no, he got twelfth at Martinsville. Like that's just embarrassing. Well, it's crazy to the... me. Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say I I know this is exactly how it works, but like it's just crazy to me that he did he did so good in the regular season, won the regular championship, whatever, and built off so many points, had this insane buffer that he was able to ride it all the way until yesterday. That's crazy that he was able to ride it that hard, like all the way to yesterday and did not do a thing in the playoffs. He got one top 10. I didn't know that, that he only got one top 10. I knew he was running like trash every week, but I didn't know it was that bad. And still every round, he was 30 points to the good. And he was like having a longest streak of not getting a top 15 since I think he was like in the 56 car, like he was on like a very long streak for the for a point. Like it was just such a, I don't know, very bizarre, just disaster. This might be like a flop of the year contender. Like when we get to that point, mm-hmm. when we start talking about that, Zach, like this was just not good. I wonder if I think he is flop of racing. He's going to separate. I wonder if they won't separate he and James Small well, like this. I don't even know if that was the problem. It was the whole team messing up, I feel well, like. James Small true. messed up strategy at, I think, Vegas. Truex sped on pit road, and what else did he do? He messed up somewhere else. And then the cars just, you know, mechanical failures. So that goes back Kansas. to the guys at the shop. Like, the entire 19 team, everyone involved, probably Joe himself, did not execute. Like, it, it just, the whole team is to blame. I don't think you can even pick one thing. I don't know how you would shift that around. But, right. And I'm just they trying to, to change something, though. I'm trying I to think. look at, like, the regular season champions since, like, what, the, the chase started in 2004. And, like, like Harvick obviously was, like, an outlier not making it to the final four. Um, and then, what, yeah. Gordon didn't make it to the final four in 2014. But otherwise, again, most of the time, the, the regular season champions are either in contention or they, um, what's it called? Or they, they contend for, yeah, like, they, or they make it to the Final Four. Apparently, Biffle won it in and 2012, though. That's kind of weird. But <laughs> This is, Truex's downfall here is way worse than Kevin Harvick in 2020. Not yeah. like, because Harvick was still performing. Harvick just had bad luck. Like, Texas in 2020 was like, it started raining and it he, like that yeah. wasn't Harvick's fault. Yeah. Like that just bizarre situations. Truex was awful nine weeks in a row. And like he earned all those points that he got to advance. Yeah, it. I mean, I was fine with that, but it, it's just to be fair. This round know. of eight, he did show speed to be fair. He qualified. He got, he two, poles. He got two poles. He ran up front during like the first half of the races you know, Vegas was away. a strategy thing, but they threw it away somehow by mistakes. Pit crew, driver, I mean, and that just, again, shows that team was not ready to perform at this level because they took a six-week vacation, and then there was, there was going to be no way they were going to be able to salvage it in the round of eight. I was hoping they would, but there was just going to be no way. 
And they maybe could have won yeah. yesterday if everything went better, but obviously, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you're going to beat that 12 car, so or the 11 for that matter. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's just how it goes. It's sad, but, you know, that's, again, that's why part of the reason I might kind of like the playoffs. You have to be on. And yes, I don't, well, I don't even think the 19 team would be leading a full season championship format right now. Anyways, I don't think they would be because they've had, again, an awful stretch of nine races. So I'm not, that, that point's kind of, that, that point's kind of moot at this point. Like, you know, people, you know, the talk of, you know, should the regular season champion get an automatic buy to the final four? This is like a situation where I'm I'm glad that's not a thing because that would be really weird to have Truex just thrown into this final four. Like. He essentially got an automatic buy to the round of eight. Basically. Yep. And he didn't execute when it mattered most. Yep. So, I mean, I think I think it's fine how it is. But now let's talk about the guys who did execute. They have made the championship four. Before we do that, I have some stats I want to throw out to you guys out here. So, for the first time ever since this elimination format was introduced in 2014... None of the 2014 Championship 4 drivers are here. None of them. That means Denny well, Hamlin's not here, Kevin Harvick's not here, and Joey Logano's not here, and also Ryan Newman. Ryan so Newman's like, not here? Him. What? That's so unbelievable. <laughs> this ain't about Yo, him. Yo, what? That's it. This, you said this ain't about him. That's crazy. <laughs> but, but no Hamlin, Harvick, or Logano. No variation of those three God. at all. First time in this format. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That, I didn't realize that. Because I always like, you know, oh, yeah, Kyle Busch is always kind of in there and Logano and Harvick, right? Like the And then like Truex, the big three. But I didn't realize it was always either Hamlin or Harvick or Logano. But yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And that's and, that is kind of crazy, especially when you do look at this final four. Only one of them has won the championship before, and that's Kyle Larson, right? Yeah. And for Larson and yeah. Bell, this is what their second final four appearance and then Blaney and Byron this is their first time so I don't know if we've ever had like a championship four where it's like these like such a new batch of drivers to this situation yeah. I feel like like maybe I guess last year was Chastain and Bell but right yeah um so our friend Jackson Todd is who texted me that info and I said I'm going to mention this on the podcast so there you go yeah another thank you stat here or Jackson sorry <laughs> This this one's from Avery. Uh, my bestie's confused. So who who earned the most points throughout the nine Ooh. playoff races so far? I think it's, it's this championship four. It's this championship four. It's what? Oh, you mean like it's, they are the the top four? Yeah, they are one, two, three, four oh. in number of points earned. I wonder who the top races. is. Christopher Bell the top, or is it Byron? Let me. Out of context, that's crazy, Zach. Or is it um, Jesus Christ? <laughs> so I don't know who it so is. Here, it's not so Larson. Avery, he wrecks too much. So here, I'll build like it up. Larson's for fourth. Fourth, fourth is Blaney oh, with really? three hundred thirty-four. Maybe he don't got that. Larson has three thirty-eight. Okay, then I think Bell's first. Bell has three forty, oh. and then Byron has three forty-three. Okay, so it's they're close. only separated it's by close. eleven points. Wow. They're all closed. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. So in like probably a more I wonder what this I want to see what this looks like in all the chase formats we've had because I'm wondering what it would look like in like a Jimmy Johnson chase format. So that's what I'm calling yeah. that era, they by would, the way. The Jimmy Johnson chase era. That's what I'm calling it. 
they would drive differently blah 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 we all know i hate when it people bring that up to look at that that makes me want to slap the hell out of them i shut up i get it <laughs> all right so i kind of divided the championship four into four different categories what that's crazy you divided it into four that's crazy i know Who right thought of that so <laughs> but i want to make it a discussion between the three of us which of their like categories is most important which one's going to win so you have momentum Ooh. which i paired with ryan blaney you have skill which i paired with kyle larson Slay! I, have, I have speed which i paired with william byron and consistency, which I paired with Christopher Bell. I don't know if I would even call like Byron like speed. I, I feel like you would call him like not execution, but just like timing. Timing <laughs> or like what's the word? Okay. Like when you get something, I don't know, there's a word for it. Not luck, but like seizing the moment or something, like whatever that yeah, word yeah. is. But yeah, but sure. We'll get When speed. Byron has speed. He's up at the front the entire race. Is what he I'm makes. Like, he did not have speed yeah. at Martinsville. He makes. I would. Yeah. Go ahead. I would pick. I would pick speed because I don't know. It's like the most obvious. Um, but it's only, it's only one. It's only one race. So that's all you need. Well, you just need to be for one race. Mm, but what when the caution comes out with twenty laps to go and then pit stops are happening, you need mm-hmm. execution. And you need yeah. to not make mistakes. And that's what we saw yeah. with Larson versus Truex in 2021. The five team beat the 19 team on pit road and well, won the race, right? Like it's, that's what this championship race is all about. So, um, but I gotta, I, I also gotta go with momentum because you said that that's Blaney. So I gotta go with that for wire. And yep. you know what they say? Pressure makes diamonds and it's NASCAR's diamond season. Yeah. Oh, Hear me out. T bars. Is that in the bars. master plan? It is. That's, that's, the title. that's the title of the master plan. That's actually on the front of the book. Pressure makes diamonds. NASCAR 75 logos under it. Um, no, but for real. Well, what's interesting I, is I feel like all the champions, like lately in the playoffs, have either been the driver who won the first race in the round of eight. So, like, you know, Logano, they got the extra weeks to prep. Or you look at like Chase Elliott, the guy who won Martinsville and then had that momentum and brought it into um, the championship race, right? So that's Jimmy why Johnson did that too. Didn't he? He did, didn't he? Where Johnson won? Um, yeah, he won the first race. It was it was at Martinsville back then, right? He won Martinsville and then yeah, 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 and then he, they had two weeks to prep for Homestead, and then of course you know he had some other help in that race. But yeah, like that's what that's yeah, the true. trend I've noticed, I guess, and. You know, I'm I'm just curious on because I look at Blaney and I look at Larson. You know, Bell, Bell, like he had a really good round of eight, but again, he's just been so quiet all year. He only has two wins. It's hard to look at him as the favorite. Yeah. But, yeah. See, I I feel like Bell is the wild card. Like he could go out and dominate this race. Bell could. I don't know if he. But really it's also could, like though. he could also run like he could also just be like fifth. I don't think Bell Bell doesn't dominate races, though, Alex. All of his wins were not races where he dominated. I think, if anything, like, will you call him consistency? I almost call Byron consistency, and I would call Bell execution, I guess. That's what I would call him. Okay. Yeah. Like, so... 
for me, I'm really looking at Kyle Larson, though, as well, because we all know his skill. Like Many people call him the greatest active driver currently racing and yeah. everything. Some people call him the greatest ever, blah, blah, blah. We've had that debate. But it's there. He has skill, and he could totally go into Phoenix. He did this just a few years ago. I mean, he... He's the, the only one on that's of the world in racing. He's right the now. only one of these four that's done this before and like succeeded. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and also yep. look at the team that's behind him. Hendrick Motorsports, what used to be the 48 team. Obviously, you know, crew members have changed since, you know, Jimmy was winning so many titles, but still it's Hendrick Motorsports, right? Chad Knauss has been looking at that five car. You know what I mean? Like, it's just for the last two weeks, like it's, it's going to be, they're, they're going to be a factor Sunday, Right. And yeah, I mean that's all I have to say about that. There's and, nothing else to say. And as you mentioned, as you mentioned, Larson's done this before and succeeded. I don't know if William Byron has a dog is going him. to be able to, yeah, basically, and then go in there and be able to succeed. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't like know Byron either. is so hit or miss too. Honestly, I feel and like sometimes with Byron, we talk so great about Blaney. Like he has to be up front. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But we talk so so good about Blaney and his mental fortitude in this round. But I mean. What if something goes wrong at Phoenix and it's, you know, he's never been in this situation before. How's he going to respond to that? But that's the reason I feel confident with Blaney as well is because right now Blaney, like he's never been this most mentally true. secure, I think, and behind the wheel. So like if it's going to happen, it really might happen this weekend. It yeah. really could. I feel like if something were to happen, Blaney is so laser focused right now, it might not even impact him. Yeah, that's true. Like I agree. Could, and to be fair, it, I feel like right now it just won't. I mean, again, the most experienced guys of this final four are Kyle Larson and Christopher Bill coming into their second final four ever. So it's like, you know, it's not is it is it really that big of a difference? Like it's it's gonna be so cool seeing these four guys duke it out i loved i love just seeing bell and larson in there but now we get blaney too i just feel like that's gonna be a really fun battle to watch i really like this championship four like i this these playoffs have been so much fun yeah and i honestly like this has been a great discussion i think any of these four could go on to win and yeah. i wouldn't be upset about it because we've talked about this before zach like we could see someone else winning and it'd just be like that'd be kind of bad like yeah. if they won like truex just randomly popping like out and then winning would actually kind of feel bad you know what i mean but right yeah. now i guess i'm going to transition to like some of my concerns i don't know did we get did we talk about the poll yet we can do it after yeah we'll do it okay it. so because i'm just concerned though because well we're going to phoenix and phoenix has not had good racing lately and it's just like like, that's the thing, right? Because these playoffs have been great. The round of eight had great storylines. It's all setting up for this one race at Phoenix. And I think that's where, again, we talked about it before, Alex. That's our kind of issue with the playoff format. Deciding a champion off of one race between four guys is always going to question. We're always going to have to question the integrity of it, right? On if it's, it's always a debate in the NASCAR playoffs. Like, well, this guy is actually a deserving champion. Like, in a sport, you should never question if it's a deserving champion. And my problem here is just, like, I, I, I want to see these four guys battle it out. But we're going to Phoenix. They might not be able to pass. It could be a really boring race. Like, last year's race was kind of meh, you know? Like, with Logano running up front, Blaney yeah. defending him. It's just nothing was happening. It, was, it just kind of sucked. 
And I'm just worried that we're going to have a very anticlimactic end to the season when, you know, just given the package, given the track. So that's just what I'm worried about. And again, I like William, I don't want William Byron to just accidentally slip into this. And because, you know, Larson made a mistake on pit road or something. And then Byron got a good restart, like, and steal a win. I just don't want that to happen. That's why, again, I'd rather this round look like three races, whatever. That's just what I'm worried about. I really hope. Yeah. I just hope it doesn't come down to overtime. That's that would ruin this. Mm-hmm. All. That would ruin yep. it. If it comes <laughs> down to overtime, I am terrified of the twenty-four. Yes, like that. That's he, when I'm terrified of the twenty-four. Yeah, he's good at finding the horseshoe under the seat. He will when it's that yep. checkered. Yeah. He's like, let me let me check under real quick, and pulls out the horseshoe, and then that's it. And he could have been running twelfth most yeah. of the race. Yep. Yep. I'll be exactly. I mean I'll be fine because the overtime will come out because Larson crashed so I'm uh, I will be fine. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but before we give our picks and everything, um I do want to say I I'd make a prediction like you know you know last week Zach we were pretty much dead on about Martinsville. Yeah. I'm curious what you think. I think Phoenix is going to be between Blaney and Larson. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm thinking. Marty I'm scared. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I have, I think I have like my four, like an order, like, mm-hmm. and I'll say that after I, we make picks and stuff, but like, right. I think, but again, it's just hard to predict because like Byron's won at Phoenix this year, earlier this year, Larson's won at mm-hmm. Phoenix, but that was a championship race. So does that count? Blaney probably should have won there last year. It's just so, it's so hard to predict. And it's just like, we didn't expect Blaney to be this fast in the round of eight. Like, Byron could show up with the fastest car next week. I, I don't know. Like, it's just so hard to predict. And I guess that's, I mean, that's why we watch sports, right? So, um, but I guess, are we ready to go ahead and make, get, get into fantasy? Yeah. So first, however, I want to say, oh yeah, the poll. Our listeners, yes. um, who do they think is going to win the NASCAR cup series championship? We had 119 votes. Thank you for voting in the poll. You stayed in line. Thank you so much. So. The dog agrees. It was kind of a, hear my dog. <laughs> it was kind of a blowout here in this poll, but we'll start at the bottom here. We had 10% say Christopher Bell was going to win. 12% said William Byron. 13% said Kyle Larson. Brooke has given thumbs downs. And That's at crazy. 65%, 65% of the vote goes to Ryan Blaney. 65% well, of our listeners. You asked a bunch Ryan of gay Blaney. people, so no surprise they said Ryan Blaney. You asked the gays and the girls. And the, the gays and the girls. So Literally. Kyle Larson true, was not true. winning there. Jesus Christ. Oh, he was never going to win that one. That's a championship he is not winning. So. We, had a, we had a high, we had a big sample size of gays and girls. It is true. So. Put a little the Blaney fan poll. base, the Blaney fan base, gays, girls slash moms, it's and slash then moms. middle middle aged older guys that liked like his dad or they exactly like, the part- Dave Blaney yes. stands, the Dave Blaney stands, like the niche Dave Blaney stands. That's what they are. That's crazy. That's oh, it. Man. Because I am in a ta- I'm in the team Blaney Discord server. You will hear me talk about this, like tweet about this rather. That team Blaney is the only source I trust. Like the people that run the team Blaney podcast. Right. So if they're listening to this, 
y'all are the only source I trust. They are level-headed and calm and always have always the voice of reason no matter what happens. And that Discord server, majority of it is men. And they're mostly middle-aged men that are like, yeah, I'm sitting back I with beer. Let's, let's go 12. Get her done. Get her done. But, There's a guy that calls into Door Bumper Clear every week. He's like the hot tub guy. And he's always like, go 12. Go Blaney. He had a bad week this week, but you know yeah. what? We're go. We go again next week. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I, 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 yeah. So, huh. oh my gosh. So, we'll see who is right on that first. Uh, Brooke, who is your championship pick? I'm assuming I know. You know what? I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to say it. I'm gonna have to say it's Y or B. I, I'm gonna have I'm to. I'm not surprised. Y or B. I mean. I mean, and I usually, I usually will like never say, "Oh, he's gonna win" or like pick him like that. Like I'm not like you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm like superstitious. No, girl, lean and, into like, it. You lean into it. But I'm, I'm leaning into it this time. You know, I gotta, I gotta be on it. You know, um, I tweeted. I was like, everybody's saying like we got nothing to worry about. That's right, because like last night, Discord server was popping. Everybody's like, we're gonna get the championship this week, and they're like, yeah, I'm waiting to buy the win car because he's gonna win the championship this week, and I'm gonna wait for that. And I was like. Is this just because y'all are like fans or is it because like we really believe that this is gonna happen? Yeah. I don't know. And like I don't have like a I'm not like super nervous or like anxious, maybe because it's only Monday. I will but, be like, sun- not- oh Sunday, I'm gonna be a mess. No, me too. But like but like right I'm like not like nervous like thinking about it. I don't know. It's just like there's something in the air. And you said and like I was saying like this is like a different Ryan. Like I don't know. You I ne- feel like you you've know, only like- seen this Ryan Blaney for two weeks. Like, you don't even know him yet. That's the thing. I, but I want to know him. But you want to know him. You want to know the I real him. him. You're... I want to know him. And I want to see him holding up that cup. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know. Period. I, I, I got to go with him. I'm, I'm gonna, ride or die, babe. I'm going to be more nervous for this, like, possible second championship with Larson than I was probably in 2021. Like, because really? I think just because I've been more engaged with the playoffs this year, so I actually kind of care. Like I was mm-hmm. willing to just kind of sh- you shrug off the results in 2021 because like, you know, it was obvious Larson was supposed I think that's why it was because Larson was the obvious favorite in 2021. This year, he's not the obvious favorite, but Alex, I already have my pick yeah. typed out if you're ready. Me too. So for the last time uh, for this year, making our fantasy picks, emotional day, Zach. Yeah. You could get up to 23 points would, if you pick this. 10, 10 point gap. That would be great. So, all right, you ready? All right. Well, yeah, let's do it. All right, three, two, one. I'm pressing enter. Good. I was hoping you would do that. So, I picked Kyle Larson. Alex picked Ryan Blaney. I, I figured, thank you, because I, I don't want to be like, oh, well, I hope Larson wins, but then Alex wins. No. I want, I'm rooting for Kyle Larson. You're rooting for Ryan Blaney. That's simple as that. That's all we needed. That was very poetic. It doesn't matter anyway. So thank you, Gallagher. That is all we need. That's that's all the confidence. You know, like there's no like outside voices that are like, yeah, I like Blaney, but I think it's gonna yeah. be Byron. No, I'm leaning into it. I don't I, get. I don't care about these other people. Listen, it's 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 wire or die. I believe in this five team so much. Kyle Larson is one of the best NASCAR drivers. Period. Just to say that right there. The five team Hendrick Motorsports. I have so much confidence in them. Cliff Daniels has been cooking that car for the last two weeks. I am mm-hmm. so excited. I just hope this team executes. Just don't mess up. Don't wreck. That's all I need. 
and I think they can win. And to follow up on what Brooks said, I don't want to get caught up in the hype because people in the media are saying Ryan Blaney's the favorite. Mm-hmm. There are drivers saying Blaney's the favorite just because of his past history at Phoenix and the momentum right now. And I'm trying not to get caught up in that, and I'm trying not to be, like, delusional, thinking, like, oh, yeah, he's got this in the bag. Like, I don't feel like that, and I don't think I'd be upset if he doesn't win. But it's just, like, I feel like this is... it. The energy is there, you know? There's something, there's like, something there. I don't know what it is. I don't know it's, if it's him. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, you just said, you have confidence in the five team. I freaking believe in this 12 so much, yeah, but mostly I believe in him. I don't even think about the pit crew or Hassler or anything. Well, Hassler's putting together a good setup and strategy yeah. and all that, but like it comes down to him. And like I kept tweeting yesterday, I was like, just stay focused. Like, just please keep your head in the game and stay focused. And he did. He did not budge. So many people yep. tried to move him from his state and he did not budge. So if he has, if he's that turned on, like tuned into what he's doing, who says no? Like, watch out. I, I Zach, if, if it's not Blaney, I do think it's Larson. I, I And that's what I think, too. Like, if it's not Larson, it's got to be Blaney. And the, I just, Alex, obviously, this is our both of our favorite drivers. And I've been really happy to mm-hmm. see you, like, really get back into your Blaney fandom in these playoffs because he's having a really good yes. run. I am just, I'm already, my heart's already beating because I, I, I have to watch my favorite driver battle my best friend's favorite driver. And it's just I like. Know. There's so many emotions oh. in that. Like, <laughs> I know. And I, that's a part of the reason I'm nervous, I think. Also, because, you know, Larson hasn't been the best this year. It's just, I don't know. I just, this is why, again, this is why we watch sports. I'm so excited to cheer on this five car Sunday. I'm going to be a mess the entire day. I have not had favorite driver in the championship four since Jeff Gordon in 2015. And, I really rooted for Gordon his last few couple of years. Like I got really emotional when he won at yeah. Kansas in 2014. That's the one time I got to see Gordon win in person. And I haven't experienced this, so I don't know how I'm going to be. Like I've watched Joseph lose. I've watched Joseph win. But this with Ryan, I have not yeah. experienced this with Ryan yet. So I don't know how I'm going to feel I on Sunday. To, I need to go back but... and listen to our like episode after Larson won the championship. Because I feel like I was very muted. Like I just was like... I was just relieved that he didn't lose because it was about to be yeah. some BS at Phoenix. Like, because again, he was the expected guy to win. So it's just so different mm-hmm. for me this year. I, I love it. I love how it's well, so different. And it, I think it's different too. Cause he's not really necessarily the expected winner. It yes. could be any of them. Like this would be very satisfying it. if he can get this and it would be number two, which is like yeah. something a lot of great drivers have not been able to do like Kevin Harvick, mm-hmm. for example was not able to get a second yeah. championship. Truex even, obviously. So, yeah, I mean, and this is going to be crazy. Also, your point about, like, my best friend, like, our bo- both of our drivers, we're best friends. We're both going for this championship against each other. Like, that is so special. Like, it our is. fantasy battle, we get heated about it. We are passionate. We we're going to be talking shit. We're going to be talking so much Sunday. shit. God. Like, it's going to be, like, if if one of them crashed, like, if Larson If Byron it, wins like, this championship, we are going to be, what are we going to do if Byron crying. wins the championship? Like, if Bell wins, I think we'll be all right. We'll cope. Oh, yeah. It just depends we'll, how we'll he wins it. But if Byron, oh, my God. Don't, y'all, might, I don't. We might cry. I might. We might not even record. <laughs> I'm, we might just both be so depressed. I don't even know what we're going to do. Like, 
This might be the last episode of the this pod. This might be William it. Byron, Byron wins the championship. We y'all ain't gonna see us next week. I'm just saying that right now. I'm just kidding. Or am I? I don't know. We're, we're joking. I'm kidding now, sure. but I don't know. <laughs> if it's if he, if he wins in a really dumb way, I nah, I won't be showing up to work the next day. I'm 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 disappearing. I'm going off the grid. I, yep. <laughs> my Twitter profile is going to go black. It's going. <laughs> it's going. <laughs> no one text me. No one hit me up. <laughs> Got a lot on my mind. <laughs> a lot going on right now. Don't text. If Byron wins, can we actually do that? I'll do it with you. We'll do it. We. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, okay. he can't. That's win. not gonna happen, though. He's no. He's not. That's not gonna happen, though, because no. Ryan Blaney's gonna win the championship, and we're all gonna be so happy. That's what's in the plan. It's not, exactly the master plan. It, it's there. I just it's need everyone. The last page. I just need everyone to follow the plan, because sometimes people like to not follow the plan, like those RCR mfers. Like, mm. well, thankfully. Thankfully, Joey Logano is in on the plan, so he's not going to mess it Jesus, up. Jesus, I didn't consider that. Would Kyle Larson's yeah. teammates do that? Would Kyle Larson's teammates do what Joey Logano is willing to do? That's Well, and L one of Larson's teammates are in this yeah. championship four. Because Bowman won't I think that be in a relevant position. A Bowman won't be relevant. No. Chase does not give a single crap. So Well, yeah. Bowman might be relevant when he's getting lapped, possibly. Maybe. So that's true. That's, that's true. Like, I'm not trying to say it as a dig, but, like, genuinely, that might actually yeah. happen. Yeah. So. Oh, wow, that was, what an this episode. This has been such a fun episode. I know. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, out of breath. <laughs> I. It's crazy. Oh, God. It's going to be a long week. I've never been so, this nervous in my whole NASCAR fandom. So, yeah. So, Brooke, this is your fourth appearance, Championship Four. Uh, we've been, we have a guest question, and we've been kind of having our reoccurring characters, such as you, Avery, and Jackson, answer this question as well. Because, like, why not? You guys are guests. Uh, you're, you're our favorite guest, though. So, I mean, you know, it takes you a exactly. while to get the guest question. So, I'm going to ask you the question now, and you can give us your answer. Uh, you can drive a lap in any car at any track. What would you pay? This is probably going to sound crazy, but like I'm not really into like cars outside of NASCAR. I mean, outside of just Me racing neither. in general. It sounds weird, but yeah. But I love like the look of Mercedes cars, yeah. like their sports cars. Mm -hmm. They just look just very sleek, just like beautiful cars to me. Yeah. Um, so possibly like any Mercedes sports car at, I don't know. I mean, like thinking about like NASCAR tracks. I love Martinsville. Um, <laughs> I bet you do. I, like <laughs> I, like <laughs> I love Martinsville a day after Blaney <laughs> wins there. <laughs> I love the bill. I love the bill that's owned by Martin. Um, I love concrete asphalt Bristol without the dirt. Um, oh, and I just Bristol. think yeah, and then I know it's a NASCAR track now, but just thinking about like other tracks in general, Coda, um, Japan in F one, like Suzuka. Yeah, yeah. um, pick one though. I'll pick Coda. I'll do the the, the Mercedes right. at Coda. The Mercedes at Coda. That's fine. <laughs> that's awesome. You should have you should have kept it at Martinsville. That would have been so. That's just funny to me. <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah the bill the bill oh my well, gosh well zach well 
It is time for the Apple review. Yay. And you lost fantasy again. Yep. We did get a new one. But since you lost fantasy, you get to read it. We got a new one. Thank you, guys. We're, we're, we're going to end the season with new reviews. Oh, my gosh. Probably. Yeah. Nice. Um, so a five-star review on Apple. This one is from SnipeJG. Um, SnipeJG says, quote, funny and smart motorsports show. Great hosts. End quote. Couldn't have said it better myself. I don't think anyone could have said it better. Smart, simple, to the point. Short and sweet, right to the point, and they're true. It's tea. It's tea. Like, great hosts. It wasn't, like, we're not just accidental. Like, we are great, Alex. Not just fine hosts. We're great. So, Snipe JG, thank you so much. Five stars. Five stars. Of course. Wouldn't settle for less. If you'd like us us to read your review, write a five-star review on Apple. We would like to finish the season with a new Apple review every week. Yeah. And next week is when this NASCAR season ends. We might have a couple episodes after that, but uh a couple. Leave a review. <laughs> yeah. Like at a least couple. Two, what are we going to be talking about? What do you mean? F1? Are we going to talk about F1? Like <laughs> No. We ain't talking about a no couple. F1. But You're um, funny as hell. You are so funny. That was a great joke. What do you mean? A couple. You'll s- You'll see. Like a gay couple? Um, like yeah. a gay <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. But uh, yeah, if you could leave a review, we'd love to read it. it. Has to be a five star review, not a four star like the one person. Yeah. The funny review. We're, about we're Zach, better than four stars. Five favorite. for Kyle Larson. Yeah. Yeah. No comment. Anyways. No um, comment on that dude, part. Alex, no, so no one moved. Alex no one and I moved. got our ticket numbers for the Indy 500, and I'll be sitting in seat five yeah. on my row, so yeah. or whatever. So, yay! And uh, yeah, your ticket is gonna have Joseph Newgarden on it, and it's seat number five. <sighs> That's so eight. Love that for you. That's, eight down. Yep. All right, so um, let's go ahead and wrap it up. You can follow us at Gate Racing Pod on tw- on all social media platforms. You can follow Alex at Newgaden on Twitter and I believe all social media platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at DreamyZachGP. That's all I really got. That's that's all you need to follow me on. I don't got anything. <laughs> and you else. Can follow me. I have you can follow me on X. X, aka the app formerly known as Twitter, at I am Brooke Curran. My last name is C U R R A N. And I'm on Blue Sky as well, but I can't oh. think of my name right now. I think it's BC12 or BRC12, something like that. BRC12? What? What does that mean? It's oh, my oh my, your my initials. I get it. Okay. Yeah. What does that yep. mean? I was doing. I knew the twelve was Blaney, but I was having a lot of trouble coming up with the letters. I was like, "What is that?" Wow. All right. Well, we will go ahead and wrap up here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you again, Brooke, for being on today's episode. It was so much fun. Thank you. We will absolutely. It's always a pleasure, and I hope to be back next week to talk about something that that happens. Hopefully, is that going to be a thing? Are you going to be back next week if Blaney wins? <laughs> that might be at the in the appendix of the plan. That might be that might have to happen, Alex. Oh my gosh! It, I mean, why not? This has been amazing, what if every so. Ryan Blaney when Brooke comes on? How about that? <laughs> when just Brooke comes on, <laughs> Jesus! It's like it's like our thing with what if Ryan Blaney wins at Kansas? Then it's Jackson Todd and Brooke on the same episode. It's going to be packed. 
Fact <laughs> episode coming to you in 2024. Jesus Christ. Wait. All right. See you guys next time to talk about our reigning NASCAR champion. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.